0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the next episode of the Chase McAndrew Podcast. I'm your host, Chase McAndrew, and today I'm here to talk about the second installment, second, no, second installment of the Die Hard franchise, Die Hard 2, Die Harder. It's directed by Rennie Harlan, produced by Charles Gordon, Lawrence Gordon, and Jill Silver, with a screenplay by Stephen E. D'Souza and Doug Richardson based on 55 Minutes by Walter Wag- Wager? Wager, I don't know, and characters by Roderick Thorpe. And it stars, obviously, Bruce Willis as John McClane, now an LAPD officer. Bonnie Bedelia as his wife, Holly Gennaro McClane. William Atherton as Dick Thornburg. Reginald Vell Johnson had the cameo. As Al Powell, Franco Nero, as General Ramon Esperanza, William Sadler plays our main bad guy, Colonel William Stort, John Amos plays Major Grant, and Dennis Franz plays Captain Carmine Lorenzo. I really like this movie. I think it gets a little too much hate hate in the diehard community for being a a rip-off or the same movie as the first, just it's in an airport, and it's in Washington D.C. instead of it being in in L.A. and the Nakatomi Plaza. But I genuinely think think that this that this is my second favorite Die Hard film because it's it's a diehard Hard film in a way of it's one guy versus an entire military force, and Again, Bruce Willis is fantastic as this character. At this at this point, it was his second time playing McClane. He still has the one-liners and the and the attitude and the almost assholeness that McClane has. He's fantastic in the role. It's Bruce Willis in the '90s being John McClane. What more could, could you want? except for Bruce Willis in 1988 playing John McClane for the first time. The action in this film is very, very good, I think. Uh, It was not directed, like I said uh, earlier, it it was not directed by John McTiernan. it was directed by Rennie Harlan. Um, He did a good job with this film. He's done, uh, I think most notably, was it, Nightmare on Elm Street Four, I believe so. I believe, I believe it was Nightmare on Elm Street Four is the one in the one that he did. Um, and Cutthroat Island as well. He's the, the one of the most notoriously um bad and least grossing films of all time. Uh, Cliffhanger, The Long Kiss Goodnight, um, Deep Blue Sea, and uh, The Inventors of Ford. Fairlane, uh the Andrew Dutch Clay film. Um and again, a lot of people don't like this movie because they think it's very um it, it's too much like the original. But honestly, that's why I like it so much much because it's one guy, again, it's one guy against an army, and Bruce Willis excels at that. He excels at being a badass cop, uh, once again, put in this situation because of what happened in the first film, and that is why I think, for me, when I think of a diehard film, even though the last three of this franchise have been McClane with another with another guy, you know, with the with the help and everything, that's why I still like these first two so much is because you have that lone gunman out there who's just kind of lucky and is just good enough and is just badass enough to win. And it's really kind of cool. and It's kind of fun. And I honestly think that this movie might be the like the fluffiest, I guess is what I would call it. Of the Die Hard films, it's a very violent film. Still, but it just has this early '90s thing about it. The, this early '90s um, uh, tone or style to it—more style over tone, but style pretty much. It's it's the action is a little bit more over-the-top than then the first and third installments. It's a little bit, um, it's just not, the story-wise, it's not as interesting as the first, but it's still not Not bad by any means. It's just Die Hard 2. It's, it's one of the better second movies of of any I I think any franchise in uh film but it does have that that thing where it's like why would I watch the second one if I can watch the first one and for me it's always been again Bruce Willis being the character of John McClane and being just so good at playing this character and I always go back to this film. And every time I do watch it, like I did this last time, I always am like, Bruce Willis just had this thing about him that that he has in four of the five installments in this film. But I don't know. He, He just had it in this film. And it's really, really good. And I really enjoy it. And yeah, it's just he's so wisecracking. He knows what's gonna happen because same thing ha- happened happens to the same guy twice. It's a body has in this film. And it's just it's 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 true. So the plot of this film is this general Esperanza is coming to the Dulles Airport in Washington, D.C., where John McClain is waiting for his wife's plane to land. And while his wife's plane is still in the air, uh, Colonel Stewart, played by William Atherton, and his men are trying to take over this airport so so the planes um, above will run out of fuel in the air, and crash, and, and, uh, everyone will be dead so that this colonel can come in, and they can, you know, help, help him do his terrorist plot, and everything like that, um, and that, for me, for me, is where the, I don't want to say the problem, but the issue I have. This film is the bad guy himself. Uh, William Atherton's a very good actor. I've seen him in a number of things, TV, movies. Um, it's not his fault, but the character of Colonel Stort is just kind of bland. Oh my god, I'm saying William Atherton. Yeah, it has a William Atherton. Oh my god, it's William Sadler. Holy crap. People, I've lost it. William Sadler plays the plays the bad guy in this film. Oh my gosh, going crazy here. Sadler is good in the role. It's just the character of Colonel Stort is just kind of generic guy, generic military colonel guy, and. Like like I said, Sather does a good job in, in the role, but it's just, his character is fine. Um, Franco Nero plays, um, plays uh, Esperanza, the colonel who's coming in, and he's good in the film. He's not in the film a lot, but his plot is a little confusing. I've seen this film many, many times. And I'm still like, what's his plan? Why is he doing what he's doing? How is Stuart involved? Stuff like that. But what I really want to do is talk about the action in this film. In a good way, it's very 90s. It's very over the top. It's not slow motion, but slow down motion, I guess, is what you would call it. And Willis, does it well, you can tell there's stunt doubles involved in some stunt in some shots. But really I really like the action in this film. There's a plot line in the film about once General Grant comes in, played by John Amos, once he comes in they start using blanks. That kind of I I don't know what I would call it. It's an interesting plot line. I understand why they're using blanks to kind of pretend that they're killing people when they're not. Like, I get it. But at the same time, it's a little like, are you just doing it for the show because you know you're in a movie? Or is it that you... you I don't know what to say. Or or, or just because you, you, you're self-aware. I, I I I'm not really sure to be honest with you, but, I like that plotline, but it it kind of is like, very, um, it's not, it makes a lot of sense, when you think about it, but, it's a 90's action film, 90's action films, are, crazy, and, unrealistic, and, fun as hell, so, yeah, um, I really don't have much else, about this movie, um, I guess what I will say is, um, I think I'm only going to do Christmas Vacation for my the rest of my holiday reviews. Besides the original Die Hard, I think I'm I think I'm only gonna be have time to review Christmas Vacation on Christmas Day, or or, or Christmas on Christmas Eve. Excuse me. Uh, I'm going to have to sadly skip um, both Rudolph and Home Alone, the, the original. Just my schedule for Christmas this year just doesn't really uh, warrant me uh, to be able to do um, a lot of reviews. I'm getting this one out. I'm doing this at one o'clock in the morning, actually. So, yeah, um, that's it for Die Hard 2, Die Harder. It's funny because I'm gonna give this movie. I'm gonna give. It, I'm gonna give it a B plus. That's the lowest grade so far. But if I was to rank the films, I would actually rank this one as my second favorite Die Hard film. And I know it's really, really weird. But I just think, I can't give this movie an A grade. I can't give it an, an A minus, like Die Hard 4 and Die Hard 3. But I can give it a B plus. It's really, I know, it makes no sense whatsoever. But, I, I gotta say, it, it's very weird. It's very, very, I, I don't get it either, I know. Um... So yeah, B-plus for this film. I like it a lot. It's a lot of fun. It's a fun sequel. Same thing can happen to the same guy twice. It feels like a die-hard film because it's the one guy versus an, versus an army thing. But that's really it for this one, guys. I really enjoyed this movie. It's a lot of fun. It's really over the top. It's really 90s. It's really corny. It's really cheesy. That's kind of what I like about it, though. It's fun. Really enjoy it. So yeah, that's it for this one. And I'll see you guys next time with my review for Christmas Vacation on Christmas Eve, and Die Hard on Christmas Day. Or is it the other? Or is it the, 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 the other way around? I think it's Die Hard Christmas Eve, Christmas Vacation Christmas Day. Whichever one one it is, who knows? I I don't. It's one o'clock in the morning. I'm tired. Let's go to bed. Goodbye everybody. I'll talk to you later. See ya.